record button. So I am here tonight. I am Shaquana and we have a special guest with us tonight. I'm so excited. Thanks, Ma. We have Debbie is with us tonight, <laughs> Debbie Boyati. She is a true Black Girl Book Club podcast fan. Hello. Rocking with us. And she is the one who suggested that we read Stiffly Love tonight, y'all. So y'all welcome Debbie to the- Hey, Patrice. Okay. Oh, oh, she said, hey, Patrice. <laughs> okay, so I'm Shaquana and- Hey, LaCory. She's watching. are out tonight. And we are your hosts. But they got their eyes on us. They got their ass on us. We are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl, the Black Book, Girl Club Book Club Podcast. Podcast. Hey, that's right, Debbie. Get it out. And we have a special guest tonight. Miss Debbie Boyati is with us. So I asked Debbie to come on with me tonight so that I would not be alone and be discussing books alone because my book besties, aka co-hosts, um, aka the lovely Patrice and LaCory couldn't be with us tonight. So I am here holding it down, me and Debbie, and we're gonna get into this simply love, y'all, because the book from like page two almost took me out. But before we go there, Miss Debbie don't know I got some stuff for her tonight, honey. So Ooh, I, have, <laughs> I have always <laughs> said that if I ever got a chance to talk to you. That I would ask you what <laughs> was your love story. So tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself. I guess like, you know, who you are, where you from, if you have any children, you married, you know, um, how long you've been married. And then I want to hear about this older husband, baby. So let's get into it. <laughs> okay, I'm Debbie. I have three kids. Well, three children, because they're I have two daughters that are grown, grown. I have a 17-year-old son. Um, my third marriage, um, my husband is 25 years older than me. <laughs> um, so I know. Um, and we've been married for, what, eight years? Going on eight years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did y'all meet? We went to church together. Um, okay. Was he the and, and, like uh, the best in this book? <laughs> No, he was he, he was a deacon. Okay. <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> he was a deacon at the church that we went to. Um mm-hmm. and you know, we he was he was married at the time and I was doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And uh his wife died mm-hmm. around the same time my my son's father died. Mm. so I mean like days apart oh wow and and um and I just you know I would work with them and you know work around and I was like you know he was just sad and I would just talk to him I'm a nurse okay and I work in oncology and stuff like that and and you know she died from cancer my ex died from cancer mm. and you know I would talk and I just seen him looking you know I was just talking to him mainly and trying to get him to you know do stuff and invite him you know my son played football come watch him play football okay. you know and stuff just getting him out of you know mm-hmm. and, um, like nothing, it. it wasn't nothing like that it wasn't nothing like it wasn't okay. definitely nothing like uh this book (laughs) but we were just friends we were Uh just friends and we wanted to you know we got a little close on his birthday that was his first first time ever going out and you know he asked me to go out with him and I we went out and from there you know we just started hanging out and stuff and Uh, okay so you were a little older you were a little seasoned see in my head I had made up this whole love story like you had some you was this young tenderoni and you had this older man and he was just lavishing you with gifts and flying you out of town and all this stuff but no you guys were leaning on each other in a time of need you were grieving and you were there for each other and connected on they with on that way which is still very beautiful and my next question is so and, and you know mm-hmm. and we just uh 
you know, what he did show me, he said, I'm a te- I will show you what a real man is. Oh. And that's what he has, you know, I I have no problems with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Quote, quote Debbie's husband, baby. I'm going to show you what a real man is. Okay. So when did you fall in love with reading? Back when I was probably third or fourth grade, mm-hmm. there was a book. I went to Kmart. Okay. Now, I'm t- <laughs> I went to Kmart and there was a book called The Truth About Me and Bobby V. Okay. And it was about a black girl that lied about having a boyfriend. And so she had to go and make up a, give one of her brother's friends to be a boyfriend. Anyway, but that's when I fell in love with reading. Did they hook up? And that was my they hooked it was it was written it wasn't a spicy book like that it was a child's book oh, okay um, and so um I, that's what I just said oh I, I love this I didn't put that book down until I finished it okay 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 and so um what's your favorite genre of fiction or non-fiction I like I like um, urban romance. Okay. So you like that hood stuff? Do, um, a little, uh, let's see, historical fiction. I kind of like that. Okay. I love a um, little bit of erotica. Okay. okay. Yes, the deacon's wife just, like just a little a, bit of erotica. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, just a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So we finna get into this Sinfully Loved. I just wanted us to know a little bit more about Debbie, but I want Debbie to know that we appreciate her. We appreciate you be on her every week almost. You chime in. I missed one week. (laughs) You chime in, talk, and I just wanted you to come on here and talk with me and talk to me about this book. So Debbie suggested this book. Okay, y'all that had me ready to put the book up at the first chapter. So let's get into this. So the book starts off with poor little Lavender talking about her and her man. But guess what? She only 13 years old. Talking about her and her boo. So the story is about Lavender for the most part. It starts off with her talking about this guy that she's dating at 13 years old who turns out to be her uncle-in-law. Were they married yet at this time, Debbie? They weren't married. They weren't married. They weren't married yet. When he first came around, she she was eight years old when he first came around. Right. Okay. So little Lavender... The boy that she taught, or the man that she's talking about, is her aunt's boyfriend, who is 28 years old, right? I got the age right. So yes. he's 28, and she is 13. I couldn't go no more, even with just, just that part. But then the little baby goes so far as to describe how they met and how he started to fondle her and mess with her when she was eight years old when she was a baby so i'm like ready to run skedaddle after this i'm like uh, uh-uh, i ain't doing all this this is too deep for me but what you trying to say debbie she went to her grandmother mm-hmm. uh betty love and told her that she wasn't comfortable around him because you know and her grandmother put it off and said oh he just loves you he just loves you because she knew something wasn't right. He, he'd love a hug her a little bit longer than others and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so she knew someone right and went and told the grandmama. And the grandmama talking about he just loved you. No, nah, she should have been double checking on that and making sure that little nasty Gary over here wasn't messing with the baby, which is what he was doing. So he started um, raping her is what they called it in the book. I would say molesting. Um, when she was eight years old and then at the age of 13 she becomes pregnant by this grown man me but he then marries uh his uh wife then um francine francine 
So he married, did he marry her because the little baby got pregnant or he, what, how did I they- don't, it didn't, it didn't really come out. I don't believe that he did marry uh, Francine. I think he married her to keep her quiet. Okay. Right. So she would, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So now the little baby is pregnant by him. He's, she's, she started telling right away, like this, my baby daddy right here. They tried to blame it on her guy. She had a guy who was a best friend, Joseph, right? Yes. He had a guy that was Um, a best friend. Her grandmother tried to blame it on the best friend, but she's telling them, no, this is Gary's baby. And they didn't believe her or they were, they believed her. I think they knew. (laughs) They knew. They drove her from the clinic over to Joseph's house and told his parents. Wasn't that a mess? Could you imagine that somebody was, coming to your house telling you your baby didn't father the child that he didn't father? Joseph wasn't even having sex at the time. Because they was little baby, they was 13 years old. Debbie is looking at the comments, y'all. So if y'all comment, I talking, am looking at the comments. She's trying, to, she's trying to make sure that the comments are straight. So at this point, I'm like, you know, ready to cry because I feel really bad for her because not only is this man molesting her, but her family ain't even got her back. The only people that she has, her mother was killed in like a drive-by shooting trying to mm-hmm. be involved in community or whatever. So her mother is killed. She doesn't have her mother. The only people that she has is her grandmother and her aunt. And both of them have turned their backs on her because of this man who's hurting her. The only person she had, only two she has is those two friends. Joseph and Maxie. Joseph and Maddie. <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> Maddie was something else towards the end. Of- <laughs> she was. <laughs> Maddie turned out to be a mess, okay? So. A hot mess. <laughs> they send her to a pregnant school where all the pregnant right. girls go. So like this pregnant home. So that's where she goes. She gets counseling because in the beginning of the book, she's talking like Gary is like her boyfriend. Like her man. Yeah, right. they're, they're together. Okay. So when she goes to the pregnant school and she get counseling, the counselor tells her, no, this is not your boyfriend. This man has been raping and molesting you and he had no business doing that. Right. Um, and so the community gets wind that Gary is the baby's daddy. I know Joseph's mama was like, hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, I know she was sad for little Poe, little Lavender over here, but I know she was glad that that wasn't her son, baby. So the community gets wind that he's been molesting this little baby and him and Francine get The baby come out looking just like him. <laughs> After he tried to deny that that wasn't his baby. What was the baby name? They didn't, the baby didn't have a name for six weeks. <laughs> you just called the baby. <laughs> she was not attached to this child because she was, she was not attached whatsoever. You know, she was like dealing with some, you know, psychological things mm-hmm. and she was attached to Gary. So when Gary went out of the picture and ran off with Francine because they got ran out of town, now she's no longer attached to the baby. You know, she don't want the baby anymore. And so um so this let me tell y'all this book starts off really tragic but it get a little juicy like middle because this sound like look i'm about to head out because this too much <laughs> it get a little it get a little lighter towards the middle or whatever it's not as i don't know it was a lot of drama in her but anyway so the, she has the baby she goes home she was only at home for like a couple days before she left right? she wasn't even at home for a day oh gosh she went to maddie's house because her parents was out of town okay and so it was supposed to have been a party that night so joseph maddie and lala mm-hmm. that's when yeah, they decided to name name. benji mm-hmm. and that's when they decided to name benji benji Maddie uh, named Benjamin. him, right? Yes, Maddie named him, and so that was his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that baby wore those three 13-year-olds out. So sad, yes. And um, so Lavender heard then uh Maddie say that they was too that it wore them out, that you know, they didn't want to go to the party and they just the kids wasn't for them. 
Right. So she left and took the baby to Miss Betty's house. She took a picture out of what um took a picture of her and him out and wrote her name on the back and him. That way they'll know what the gift, who the gift was from. She left the baby on the front porch, knocked on the door, and ran around the side of the house and waited until Miss Betty opened the door. And she knew that the baby was lavenders. And so so I knew there, I knew Lala was something else because what she said was, you put me in this position because you didn't check so that man when I told of. you to check that man. <laughs> and now right. I ended up with this baby. So guess what? You finna take care of this baby since you didn't do what you were supposed to do back then. So now you finna do what you have to do now. And so I knew All she right. was something else then. So then she hooked up. What was the man name? Leroy. What was that man name? Girl, Leon. 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 <laughs> so she ended up with Leon. She ran away. She left her baby on her grandma's front porch. She ran away, ended up with Leon. Leon is an abuser. So she's 13 at this point. No, you have to tell it. Okay. She tell went tell to a this. truck stop. She went to a truck stop and met Leon. She asked him where he was going. He said, I'm going to take a load out to Las Vegas. <laughs> You right. And so she, so she says that he told her that she can ride with him. So she went out to Las Vegas with that load. Do y'all know what that load was? Tell them, Debbie. <laughs> A load of holes. Oh! <laughs> yeah, <and prostitutes>. <laughs> <laughs> he had prostitutes. Oh, yes, God. he he took her out to Las Vegas, but he he treated her like his little sister. Mm -hmm. So she she was with him from thirteen okay. to sixteen. On her sixteenth birthday, he he cut her loose with what two or three of them. It was two men, all at, two, two men. men at one time. When she turned sixteen, so he didn't molded her, got her to trust him. And love him for three years from mm -hmm. 13 to 16. And then when she turned 16, this book sounds bad, Debbie. <laughs> I know. I was reading it, it was bad, but talking about it is real bad. Yeah. So she was with Leon till she was 16. Well, no, she's still with him after 16. So when she turned 16, is when he started pimping her out, basically. So she's Correct. had this traumatic experience all her life, basically, from the time she was from when her mother died pretty much till this point she's just been dealing with these horrible people and these horrible men and one thing that someone said in the um in the comments when i posted the um the schedule for this week was like she had nobody to protect her like there were no she adults had nobody no protecting adults whatsoever her. And this happens in real life like this happened there are kids out there who deal with this for real the first chapter, the, the, the epilogue, that happens every day. It does. Right. There, There is abuse every day where someone is getting um, preyed on. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it, within a household, you know, it, it's things that happen in real life. Sadly, and like, it does I happen. mean, even like with that, because they were leaving her because, Francine and Gary lived with the grandmother, which meant they mm -hmm. lived with Lala, aka, you know, Lavender, and they would leave her there with him. And they never, it's like families keep secrets. Right. Ooh. They, they keep yeah. secrets. And, and, and that is hard. That's, that, that's the hard part about it because it does happen. And it happens in a lot of families. People just don't come out and say it. Mm. It does happen. Right. So she turned 16. Now she's getting pimped out. And Leon is beating her up. She's getting pimped Rhonda, out. I do so agree. Then, All adults do did fail her. Right. So then fast forward 15 years later, right? 15 years later, Leon, how she gets away from Las Vegas is Leon goes to jail. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, Leon had money that only lala knew where it was he went even his wife didn't know where it was she went he, and was, married. It up. he was married dang i missed that part he was married 
she went and got that money. I think, was it $70,000 or something like that? And she gave the girls their cut of it. And then she kept, she kept some. I can't remember how much she kept. I maybe, I want to say 50,000 or something. Mm -hmm. I want to say 50,000 too. So she kept it. She moved down to Key West. Mm -hmm. That was in Florida, right? This is in Florida. And this is where the good past to come in. <laughs> so y'all see what Lavender's like is like before she meets the pastor. Okay. So Ian walks this pastor. He got some stuff with him too. Because when he started talking, he talking about how he used to have cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and he's going over the serenity prayer right at I'm, okay <laughs> i'm like these people is jacked up in this book so the pastor's talking about how he used to have a cocaine problem and how his dad who is also a well he's a minister he's not a pastor he's a minister his dad is yeah, the, the pastor of the church and the the pastor is the um his father is the pastor of the church that her grandmother went to Right. So they're connected right. in that way. Her grandmother has always gone to this church, but she's a mother of the church. She's, she's the mother a, of the church. Okay. Yep. She is his mother um love. Mother love. That's what they mm -hmm. call it. And so he um, but he wasn't really intertwined with the church because you know he was in college and he was doing cocaine. And so, you know, he wasn't well known. <laughs> in college and doing cocaine. <laughs> that's what he said. That's how he got the cocaine in college, and that's when he was doing cocaine. So, you know, he wasn't really in the church, so he wasn't really well known. So Lavender Lala wouldn't have really known him back then, right? Correct. Correct. So, he he giving the serenity prayer, looking at this cocaine, because in order for him not to do cocaine, he's making sure that he remember where he was and how hard it was. So he keep a little cocaine in his drawer in the pastor's office so that he don't do it no more. So Mother Love comes to him because she is sick. Okay, it's been 15 years. She was already old back in the day. Now she's real old. So she came to him, she's like, I need you to find my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how am I supposed to find your granddaughter? She was like, "I, because they don't know what happened to her. They're thinking that she died mm -hmm. because she just left the baby on the porch and left. So they don't know if she's alive and well or dead or what. So she comes to him. She was like, I don't know what happened to her. She disappeared 15 years ago. I need you to find her. And, and she's not on Facebook. She's not on no social media. She don't have a driver's license. She, she like disappeared off the face of the earth and all now, he i have a question about that because photo. in the book it mentions that she was on somebody was on social media 15 years prior that was maddie said that she looked for her on social media mm -hmm. and never found her was social media open back then <laughs> i don't know yes it was because 15 years ago uh you remember black okay 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 okay, okay. Yes. i was like girl what no social media back then <laughs> yes i have to think okay <laughs> so okay fast forward mother love asked him to go look for her what were your thoughts on that do you think he should have took on the test because he was saying no it, she he said that he couldn't find her it it was nothing but god and and she told him no my my lavender is still alive and basically god told me you you're the one who's gonna bring her back mm -hmm. and he was like no nah, i don't think that's gonna happen i'm not trying to be checking and, for lavender. and so he went and tried to find everything but then that was it i mean that was it and and i forgot what happened how maddie and him ends up there so he's in real estate the minister what is his name how do you pronounce his name i have shaheen shaheen oh i like that i like shaheen that. roosevelt shaheen okay his name matched him in this book because shaheen was something else so shaheen and maddie are now dating. So y'all remember Lavender's best friend at the age of 13 was Maddie. Well, now Maddie is dating Minister Shaheen, okay? This tall, fine, black man. <laughs> <laughs> She's not dating. She is engaged. Oh, they're engaged. 
they gay. So Maddie is engaged to the pastor who is supposed to go and find Lavender, her ex-best friend. But Maddie is pissed off at Lavender for leaving. Did that ever- But we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. <laughs> so the pastor's in real estate. He's like a real estate mogul, okay, y'all? The pastor's in real estate. So he is going to Key West, unbeknownst to him where Lavender is to look at some property, some real estate. So he goes to Key West and Maddie ends up going, how did she end up going with him? She said she wanted to go or did he invite her? He invites her because he never he never puts business with pleasure. So he's inviting her to shut her up. Okay, because she be wanting to go, but he don't be letting her go. So he letting right. her go this time. So La Maddie is going with him. He's not going to find Lavender. He's going to do real estate. So he thinks, right? But God got other plans for right. him. So right. So he gets there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets there and he meets with another, he meets with the Caucasian um, oh. uh, tycoon, real estate tycoon. Unbeknownst, that's Lavender's Plaything. Sugar daddy. I'm gonna say sugar yeah, daddy. Sugar, 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 sugar daddy. daddy. <laughs> so Maddie is promiscuous. She is still prostituting. I was gonna say home. Not, She's not still Maddie. Home. Not Maddie. I mean um, Maddie. lavender. Lavender. Lavender <laughs> is promiscuous. She's still home. She is a freaking snorkeler. Um, what does she do? She's a dive instructor. A dive instructor. Now that's just on a whole totally. I don't know where um Arthur Denisha. <laughs> Who wrote this? Xavier. Bianca. Bianca. I and know. I tried to get a hold of her to get on here. Oh no, where Bianca came up with this diving thing, but I'm like, how did she go from prostitute to be a dive instructor? <laughs> but anyway, so she's a dive instructor. And she's still prostituting, and Charles is her sugar daddy. Okay, so how did he get in touch with Charles? Charles is showing him the property. Right. He's showing him property. And I guess, you know, they couldn't find nothing that night. And so they go, Charles invites him to a lounge or what have you. Um, and just so happens that Lavender is on stage singing when he walks in this ain't the night she had on the red dress is it no this is not the night okay. she had on the red dress he's walking by and hears her voice and he goes inside to hear to see who that is singing and so when he sees her he's just like you know his eyes are out you know mm -hmm. i mean because he was singing the song that i think he proposed to um uh, maddie i think he was singing that uh um lavender was singing that song Lavender was singing, oh, what's her name? Called up in the rapture. Uh, what's that? Um, uh, Anita, Anita Baker. Wanna need a Baker song. Mm -hmm. and, and so, so and, and he walked by, he heard her voice, and he is just mesmerized by her, y'all. And so, and so what? Uh, go ahead. Uh uh, go ahead. I was going to say, so, you know, he's just, you know, just odd. And so, you know, they're like, give it up, give it up for uh, Lavender Love. And he was like, what? This is who I'm looking for. So. I, I know he, well, no, nah, I ain't going to say that. I was going to say, I know he wish he wouldn't have never bumped into her. But baby, she gave him the business from the very beginning. <laughs> from the very beginning. She from is the very mess. beginning. As she should be, if you ask me. But she is a mess. She on drugs. She doing X pills, heroin, and weed. Mm-hmm. And she yep. a prostitute. And so... <laughs> She'll take you out to the red room. <laughs> Baby, if she ain't got no problem letting you know, you got to pay to play with me. And if you don't want to pay to play with me, you can go on about and your business. No, let me and that you. is a, that is exactly what she told him when he approached her a second time. She said, oh, I'll be in the red room in a, in, in a little bit if you want my services. Right. And when he started talking about that grandma, she really started giving him the business because she, she was, was like, like, that's it. Fuck her. This, 
this she conversation is over. She even said she didn't care about her son. Nobody, she didn't care about nobody. She ain't want nothing to do with, they were from Mississippi. But let me tell y'all what I thought about Lavender. I felt mm-hmm. like she um had that hypersexual because she was molested and things like that at such a young age. And that's, like and that's a, all she knew. That was like a compulsive, that's compulsive sexual behavior. Because I'm not, because baby, she was going to get her some sex come hell or high water. She was going to have sex when her ribs was broke. Yeah. And I felt bad for her because I'm just like, dang, this messed up. But yeah, she definitely had that compulsive sexual behavior because that's all she was talking about. And once she started liking that pastor, she was giving it, she was sending him videos of her vagina and everything. (laughs) Of her breast, of her, of her sticking that up her and then putting it down her throat. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, and then she so, gonna say, "Oh, please, please, uh, minister, delete, please, that, that uh, wasn't for you. Delete that. That wasn't for you." Okay, wait, we done got ahead. We done got ahead. Yeah, so, we did. We did. <laughs> so he meets her. He talks to her. He said, "Your grandmother sent me to find you." She like, "Fuck my grandmama. She didn't care nothing about me back then. I don't want nothing to do with her now. I got a good life now. Charles is taking care of me now. Mind you, Charles is married and he got fifty kids." <laughs> And he is neglecting his family because he's in love with Lavender. And so Mm -hmm. let me say this to y'all. This is like the second or third prostitute that I have read about that's been got wifed up. So regardless (laughs) of what you may believe, (laughs) you may believe- When they say you can't make a hoe into a housewife, well, you can make a hooker into one. (laughs) They is wiping these hoes up left and right in these books. (laughs) <laughs> they is wiping them up everybody want lavender and she is taking niggas to the red room left and right okay so <laughs> so pastor minister shaheen he like all right forget you then because you're not trying to fool with me you don't want to go back to mississippi so i'm cool or whatever but he's just so drawn to her even though she cursing him out every chance she get. I mean, like literally cursing him out, fuck you and your mom and all that. And, but he's so drawn to her. He just can't leave her alone. Okay. The crackhead prostitute. <laughs> now, uh, she says, it's going to, it takes, uh, he said, how would I see you in the red room basically? And he said, she says, it's going to take five G's for everything. Oh. So he hands her, he, he hands her the money. She snatched all of it. He said, that was $7,000. She said, that included the tip. <laughs> so she was getting paid. She was a paid hoe. Baby, she wasn't charging 150. She ain't need no $40. She needed 5,000 to lay with her. So he paid her that one time. Did he go to the red room with her? And he was trying he to went to the, the red grandma. room, but she but she started talking about the grandma and she was like, hey, this is over with. Mm-hmm. I think that's when she even told him, you know what? Fuck you too. <laughs> she didn't want to talk about their grandma. She was like, either you mm-hmm. coming, you want to play, or you you doing your thing out there. So he ended up leaving. He didn't really get nothing accomplished. All the while, Maddie is with him. He didn't just left Maddie in the wind. Maddie's back in the room. He's leaving her at the hotel. He's leaving her everywhere so he can go chase up behind Lavender. Now, first it was about the grandma, but I don't think it's about the grandma no more at this time. He wants her. And that's what made me start looking at the pastor different because I'm like, pastor, he is lusting after this woman. (laughs) He wanted her. (laughs) He wanted her. So he's still trying to get her back home. So how he gets her back home is. Oh, dad, you're going to have to back up. Okay, go ahead. What I miss? Maddie hungry and she wants some chicken wings. Oh, my God. She done went on, yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead and tell the story, David. So Maddie get, gets on Yelp and wants these chicken wings. And so she goes into this place to get some chicken wings, the best chicken wings in Key West. Mm-hmm. So, unbeknownst to Lala, Maddie's there. Lala's walking in, and she hears someone talking on the phone about her upcoming wedding and stuff. 
the somebody that works there sees Lala and says, do you still want your, your regular? And she was like, yes. And so they turn around and they see each other and they both say Maddie, Lala at the same time. Mm -hmm. So Lala goes to hug Mag Maddie and Maddie pushes her off and starts talking shit to her. And so Lala was like, you don't want to do this here in front of all these people. And right. so she was, she was like, you know, fuck you, you know, and I couldn't, when I first read this, I was like, why is she so mad at I her best friend? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, like oh my gosh, right. at least give her time and then let it sink, sink in. But as the book goes on, it tells why she's so upset. Why she well, mad anyway, at her? She's mad at her because she, it, she had like PTSD from her leaving basically she missed her she went and searched for her every day she even went and took care of uh benji also and she thought that her words saying is what drove her away mm. and so she had a really bad complex about that and you know she even talked to her boyfriend about it um at that time uh dp about it mm -hmm. and so um you know, and I and I couldn't understand. I was like, why is she so upset? But then it the book did tell you why. It's because she left and never ever thought about them. She, and and it left her torn. She had had mental issues behind uh behind mm. her doing that. So she's mad at her. So she going off she's, on lavender. And <laughs> lavender, like this ain't what you want, ma'am. I know you six. She said that girl was like six feet. I know you six feet tall, but I'm gonna be chance if you try. So you need to walk away. Well, Maddie didn't walk away, and what happened then? Maddie didn't walk away. Maddie ended up pushing her, and Lala fell to the flow, and she got up and she whooped her behind. <laughs> she she whooped her something awful. And somebody she had it on camera. She had <laughs> world star. <laughs> She was on world. <laughs> she was and on so world story, y'all getting her ass beat. And so whoever was filming said, that's what your ass get for uh uh walking up on her or starting the stuff, you know. And anyway, she goes home, goes back to the hotel. She has uh black eyes and bruised busted all up lip. and busted lip. And so he's like, Shaheen was like, what's wrong? You know, what happened to you? She said, I got mugged. Mine. <laughs> and so, and so she was like, uh, you know, who did it? And he was like, oh, some locals, you know, and, and don't, you don't have to call the police and, you know, they've been arrested. And so Shaheen was like, he wanted to get all up in the Kool-Aid and find out. So he drops her back off. And she says she wants to go back to um, wherever mm -hmm. town they're in to go back to, was it Mississippi, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So he sent her back on commercial flight, not on the private jet, back to go home. And she's hiding her uh, face because she's embarrassed. He goes to the police station to find out, you know, who this person is that jumped his fiance. Come to find out nobody was even uh arrested and so he was in the truck talking to uh charles and uh he was saying well my wife got jumped uh going to get something to eat and he was like oh i know exactly what happened to your uh fiance and so charles pulls out the video of it because it then went viral <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it shows that uh shows Maddie getting her ass beat <laughs> by lavender. So by lavender. Maddie doesn't know that Shaheem knows lavender, and no, he uh, he knows that they were friends, but he didn't know because she didn't tell him that she seen him. Right, seen her. So she lied to him about what happened. So he mad at her now, which I think he got so upset because he was trying to get with little Miss Lavender. So he gonna really throw her under the bus. He pissed. And um, Maddie, because he trying to, so he just stayed in Key West, sent the fiance home all beat up, battered and bruised, 
so he can go run after lavender. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up getting her back home because um, they ended up kind of having a little chemistry. They had chemistry between each other. So whenever they he he took um scuba diving lessons. So she was his diving instructor. That's how he got close to her. And during that encounter, they kind of, you know, she kind of saw him in a different light. She was like, mm-hmm. okay, he cool or whatever. So mm-hmm. she kind of gave him a break a little bit. So yeah. Then he night- was like, she know what she was doing because of course he has his got a uh, scuba instru- license too and and everything and they take pictures all under the water and, and all that stuff so you know they're they cool. flirting with each other and stuff scuba scuba diving style so how he get her back to mississippi because it's it's this that's only like the first three chapters of the book <laughs> we still got the <laughs> that's the first three chapters so the way he get her back to mississippi is they got this chemistry between them and she wears this red dress because she knew he was going to be at this club tonight or she had invited him. So she put on this red dress, baby. This mug is smoking hot. And he comes... I mean, you can tell she don't have no bra or panties on under No. (laughs) He comes to the club and they looking at each other. She looking at him. He looking at her. And then she started performing fellatio on the doggone microphone. Why is she looking at him? It, it, it's what it was Janet Jackson, wasn't it? Right. No, she said Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Y'all yeah, know if y'all seen that video of Jill Scott. Oh yeah. She did in with the microphone. She was like, so this, she started, right, right, that part. So then she started doing that on the microphone. So he looking at her, she looking at him, and Charles looking at both of them like, what the fuck is going on? Charles right. was like, first she was looking at me, but who got her attention now? So Charles knows something going on. So he end up hitting Lavender in the back when she get off the stage. And here comes Shaheen. Did he hit he's her? right he there. Her no, he knocked her down to the floor. He slapped her so hard she went to the floor. And then when Shaheen came around the corner and said, is everything all right? He quickly went down to try to help her up. But he was like, holding her real tight to where she won't say anything and he was like I'm not talking to you I'm talking to her and he slaps her, his hand off of her and uh and he asked her because she was so she, scared yeah she was getting ready when she got up she was getting ready and he said do you want to, do you want me to take you home and she fainted and so <laughs> next thing you know she comes to and she says she hears something we're about to please He's secure. We're about to hit a, a pocket oh, of air. A pocket of air. A pocket of air. And so we're thinking, oh man, he done kidnapped this chick, you know. He wanted her. He wanted her. So he takes but her back ha- to Mississippi. Go ahead. What you gonna say, Debbie? I was gonna say, but what happened in actuality is they go back to the apartment to get her stuff. And um Charles is asking him, does he is he taking her home? It's best for her to leave because of uh, her drug addiction and all this stuff. And he couldn't have her down here. They didn't have treatment plans. But is he taking her home for his own selfish reasons? And so they end up fighting. And before she passes out again, she says, yes, take me home. And so right. he ends up taking Charles's truck and going to the jet and, you know, then calling Charles to tell him where his truck is. So, and so he got her back in Mississippi. He never did tell Maddie that he brought her with them. So now he kind of lying with lying to Maddie, and he even said himself he see how people be having side chicks or mistresses because that's what he felt like. Even though he wasn't sleeping with Lavender, even though he wanted to, he said he felt like Lavender was the side chick and Maddie was the wife. Right. So he because he's not telling her. So how did she end up finding out she was there? Oh, when they went to dinner. How she found out that they was there is when she went to dinner, but he put her up in one of his rent houses or house that he was that was up for rent. He puts her there. And so all the time he's that she's thinking that, oh, he's just 
he actually found me, you know, it wasn't like divine intuition or whatever. And so he um, puts her up in this house and, um, and then he decided then that he wasn't going to tell Maddie that she was here because he didn't, she didn't, Maddie didn't tell him that she had seen Lala. Was he wrong? I think at this point I would have kept my mouth shut too. You wouldn't have told her. I, I, I wouldn't have told Maddie. It wasn't any of Maddie's business. It wasn't. As his fiance, that he got another woman staying up in the house. But he wasn't. But it was her. He gave now, her now, see, credit card. No, he gave her the black card. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he gave her his credit card and told her to get what she needed. And she, yeah, Maddie did shopping. take. The I think she car. might have spent like fifty thousand dollars. No, Maddie needed. Oh, at least, at least. She. She got she spent like fifty thousand dollars. So uh-uh, no. And then she talking about she got expensive taste or she couldn't shop at um city trends. <laughs> Ma'am. She said, Do I but look I guess, like I wear some city trends? But I guess she said, Do you, you wear city thousand dollars uh a WAP for your pop for your WAP? You get five thousand dollars a WAP for your WAP. W-A-P, y'all know. <laughs> <the wrong. laughs> I'm so clever. But anyway, so she in Mississippi. Nobody is supposed to know she's there. But of course, she all out in the streets with no clothes on. So of course, she's going to draw attention to herself. And then it's a lot of stuff kind of going on in the background. So the grandmother has custody of the son. Of course, she left the son with her. But, you know, the um, father, Gary, the molester, and his mm -hmm. wife, it's also to take care of the son as well because the grandmother is elderly. Well, he the son is in and out of the hospital. So is something wrong with his tonsils? He has tonsillitis or something. He needs surgery mm -hmm. and they won't get him surgery. They also believe that he is being abused. So that's kind of going on in the background. And, you know, his name is Benji Benjamin. He's 15 now because it's been 15 years. So all that's mm -hmm. going on in the background and so much stuff come out. The book was kind of heartbreaking. It was some stuff going on with Benji and the daddy. And it was. Oh, that's, that was sick. It was hard to read. Okay, y'all. But. Meanwhile, Lavender and Shaheen is basically got an affair going on. I think it was an affair. It was an emotional affair for a very it, long it, time. It was it was an entanglement of some sort. Yes. Right. They had an entanglement yes. going on. But Matt, um Lavender ended up meeting her man, DP. DP is now Lavender's new um John. Is that what they call the man. That, yeah, a John. She, he he her new John and um so she messing with him but he is Maddie's ex-boyfriend <laughs> so it's it's all kind of he's like he's like a tri-city drug dealer big time uh -huh. drug dealer DP they got 50, 50 kids and so she meets him she puts on the same red dress and go to the bar to get her that a red drink. dress is bringing the boys to yes. the yard. And all these men were sending her drinks, and she was just sending them right on back. And um, and so afterwards, he was like, "Hey, I've been sitting here watching you send all these drinks back. You know, can I buy you a drink?" And she was like, "You know what? Let's just cut through the chase. It's go um, uh, it's gonna take two stacks to ride this ride." <laughs> and he was <laughs> like, "Oh, honey, I don't pay for that. Oh, I don't pay it. for that." And, and she, she said, like, "Okay, well." then we don't have nothing to talk about okay <laughs> hey give me my bill <laughs> and so she walks off she leaves she leaves the bar and she hears somebody walk up behind her and she knew who it was and she was like two stacks like that and he said my truck's in the back and they didn't even go to no hotel or nothing they just got no. in the back of the they went to the truck so he's following up behind her um Lavender had that good, good, okay? Because once you get with her, because he ended up getting killed. <laughs> he couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> <This book> Girl. <laughs> he couldn't stay away. She ended up getting 
ended up killing him because he attacked her. So yeah, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> So what tripped me out is that night she called the what it wasn't it was the lift not that yeah the lift people to take her back home and to the house and when she get there Shaheem not Shaheem's there <laughs> and she gets all scared she's like oh wait hold it I'm single I'm single I don't have to answer to him and he's questioning her where you been who did you go why did you no, go he didn't even have where did you yet. get the money he's at pushing her off because she want him. But he keep pushing off because he know he got a fiance. He's a man of the cloth. So he keep pushing her off. But he want her. And he want her so bad. He done went crazy and got up out his bed in the middle of the night trying to figure out where she at. And she out here home. she wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> and he's mad. So she walked in the door. She said, you need to give me back my money too. <laughs> and she, she, she said, she said, I, I got me a new boyfriend. You don't have to come check on me that often. And then his face dropped and she's like, she was just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, eventually Maddie finds out that she's there. And when Maddie finds out she's there, she knows that her fiance is in love with her. So not only is she pissed off at her because she left her back in the day, now you done stole my man. So now she got a real vendetta. You beat my ass. Wait, first you left me when we was 13. Then you beat my ass in Key West. Now you done stole my man. So now she out for blood when it come to Maddie. She, she yes. Out, I mean, when it come to Lavender, she out for blood. So. But we got to put Joseph back in here. Maddie's a nurse. And she works I didn't at the like same how Joseph did, Joseph man. Is, huh? I don't like how Joseph did Maddie because he was both of their best friends and it was like, he just blew her off when she had valid feelings. She had valid feelings, but he did tell her that she should have took the time to react to her differently. She shouldn't have just started getting mad and, and fighting her. She right. sh he should have listened because, you know, she did go through a lot. You know, at 13, having a baby, being raped and all that stuff. So he was telling her she should have been softer toward her because of what she went through. Right. To put, to put herself aside. Right. Because he said, and if, if that was me, I would have did that. He said, and he said, Maddie, I was hurt. I was hurt. But he said, but if I was to see her, I, I would love up on her. I, right. Yeah, I was hurt when she left. But, you know, I understood why. Right. Right. Okay, so we got to speed this up. It's 8.52. So, oh, gosh. Yes, girl. It be, it be going down on the podcast, baby. Y'all need realize the time be flying like it do. But yes, it goes down. So everybody is in entanglement. Lavender ends up stabbing DP because he then broke her door off the hinges to get to her P-U-S-S-Y, y'all. Okay, he needed it. And and what she does, which is very good thinking, she turns on her camera on her phone and hides it. Right. To take and he, so that they he, know what he, he brutally rapes her and everything. And so she goes and she life. had this knife in the in her desk, I guess in her side table, and she stabbed him in the uh, the stomach. While he was on top so, of her. While he was on top of her. Meanwhile, at the hospital, they're at the hospital because Mother Love is back in the ER because she doesn't fail. And so they hear this ruckus coming in at, in the ER saying, help me, help me. And this guy is all bloody with a knife hanging out. And so immediately Maddie goes in and she finds that it's, um, it's uh, whatever DP. his name is, DP. DP. And so, um, and so immediately Shaheen was like, uh-oh, they were together earlier. So he immediately takes off toward uh, Lavender's house. So when he finds Lavender, she's like uh, bloodied up, laying in the floor, 911. Uh, is, she was trying to call 911. So he, she ends up going to the hospital they do a rape case and they do all this stuff to her. And when she, you know, she comes to, um, she ends, he ends up dying. DP ends up dying. 
and so uh, she was trying to tell them, check my phone. It's on my phone. I recorded hey, it. Because they trying the to lock her it, up. She's going down. She's going to jail. So that she like, check my phone. Well, they checked the phone. It ain't nothing on her. Guess who deleted it? Maddie. Okay, so Maddie is trying to take her down. Maddie said, you ain't getting my man. Your ass is going to jail. <laughs> we need you out of the equation. So then finally she gets clear because it's not on her phone. Maddie deleted it from her phone, but it was on her computer in the cloud. Y'all thank God for the cloud because it, the video was on her phone. So she got acquitted of all charges, yada, yada, yada. Maddie's still plotting in the background. So Maddie tries to get pregnant. Well, no, no she hold on, pregnant. hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> let, me, let me stop you. She gets a she gets acquitted of the murder, but she still has to. Uh, she had drugs on her, mm. and so she has to go to jail. I mean, she has to go to rehab for that, and so they put her in rehab. And Shaheen is there for her through all of this. He is, even though he got a fiance. Even though he's really free and clear to leave, he'd have found the girl's granddaughter like she asked, reuniting mm -hmm. her with her family. He really free and clear to go, but he won't leave her alone. So he's there for he her throughout all of this, all while she in the hospital recovering from her um, rape, from DP, you know, through rehab. I mean, like he's really basically having a relationship with her. He foots the bill for the lawyer. He foots the bill for rehab. Now, mind you, so, this is a crackhead prostitute, and I'm not even trying to talk bad about nobody, but I'm just saying, like, listen, don't feel bad about your life, your situation, your past, because anything can happen, okay? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, long so Maddie's trying short, to get pregnant. Yes. Did she, was she pregnant by him? Yeah, she got pregnant. She got pregnant. Um, I'm trying to how i'm trying to think what happened she got she uh well, she knew that she was she was trying to get end up getting them hands on lavender after she um on the thing from rehab was it was it when she was on rehab but she got to leave for three days for three hours she got to leave for three hours he <laughs> he took her to a beach why didn't well he didn't wine and dine her but he dined her on all the stuff that she didn't have before and then they went across the street to the hotel, I went up to the penthouse. And she got pregnant. But, uh, <laughs> so now her and Maddie pregnant together. <laughs> she, but, but when she was, back when she was taunting him, she was like, um, I bet you, uh, you ministers have vanilla sex <laughs> and all that stuff. She said, y'all probably get off reading, reading Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> and so she had talked pure crap to him about what he does you probably don't even know what to do and all this stuff and so meanwhile he gets her real hot and excited on that elevator going up to the penthouse and then he just stops her you know he stops her and she gets frustrated he takes her his time because he's telling her you know you told me that you never had anybody to make love to you and all this stuff and she's saying and so he said I'm going to basically show you how this is done and so she's trying to interrupt because she's always been in control and he said I'm talking right here like that and so he's you know getting her uh, doing this all build up he, he so basically he out. put it down <laughs> he puts it down the in the bedroom he understood the assignment baby and he puts it down and now she's hooked on him now so long yeah. story short maddie started doing all kinds of crazy stuff to keep her man which basically made her lose her man which drew him closer to lavender so they fall in love um with each other um gary and francine finally goes to jail like they should have a long time ago Gary ends up molesting his son. Disgusting. Okay. So he went yeah, to jail that for disgusting. that. And Francine knew about it. So she went to jail too. And so they finally went to jail. Mother Love did pass away. And um Shaheem and um Lavender live happily ever after. And Sha and um But they Lavender did have ghetto project uh twins. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they call themselves. 
<laughs> Lavender ends up meeting a friend in rehab. So her family consists of Benji, her son. She went through therapy and, you know, rehab and all that and was able to get in touch with her feelings and finally love her son. So it's her, her son, Shaheem, her best friend from rehab. And then I think her best friend had a boyfriend. So that's what their family consists no, of. I think it Shaheem, was, uh, this on his, his parents brother they didn't like um his parents didn't like lavender so he told them what he was a trip those parents was a trip they, they were. were a trip I don't know. I they mean, might have been trying to protect their son because they knew that she had a lot of going on here maddie done went and burned his clothes up done put <laughs> uh rats or whatever gophers or whatever in the uh duck system you know, she was a mess and then put all this stuff on Facebook, opened up Facebook, talking about he was stealing from the church and everything. Maddie went crazy. She went down to the police station, erased all that stuff. Maddie was a lunatic. Yeah. And but the parents took her side, basically. And, and she so still said was like, if y'all ride with her, leave me and my family alone which consisted of lavender and benji and so y'all that's what happened in this book baby it was going down in this book it so. was a lot <laughs> i would say read it but it was a lot going on and we pretty much told y'all it happened so read it if you really feel compelled to baby but we told y'all um debbie what's next for you what you reading after this Ooh. 